1: day podcast hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Day podcast wherever you may be and however you may be listening thank you so much for making this part of your day my name is nick schmitz i will be your host again this week and uh gauge we are coming ever so closer to the start of mini camps and training camps the draft is now done um Free agents, for the most part at this point, have signed with their respective teams. I'm sure we'll continue to see a little bit more movement of players, but I mean, we're kind of at that point in the offseason now. The schedule has come out, uh, so that's been fun to look at, Uh, but we're kind of at a little bit of a lull as far as what we're going to be seeing out of the Packers on a day-to-day basis. Um, so I know the la- the last couple episodes we've talked a lot about the schedule gauge um, and just with kind of, uh, you know, a slower time of year, um, you and I thought it might be a little fun to look at the Packers schedule and look at their five most important games from this year. And when you and I were talking about it, we were actually going to do three and three each and we ended up uh, both agreeing on on one game that we thought was very important. Uh, so we just, we did two and two and agreed to to make a fit. So, um, you know, obviously the Packers schedule um, it's, I gauge, I wouldn't call it an easy schedule by any means, but I also wouldn't call it overtly difficult as far as teams and what we kind of know about them. But the hard thing is whenever you're looking at, you know, the schedule coming out, Um, you know, you can look at teams like, you know, we play the Jets this year, week six at home and well, the Jets have been the Jets forever. And so you, you look at that game, you think, okay, that should be, you know, a win for Green Bay, but there's so many different factors that, you know, play around that. So it's, it's kind of hard to predict, um, you know, what teams are going to be like, but, um, looking at the schedule, first of all, first off gauge, let's just start with this, um. What is your overall impression of Green Bay's schedule this year? How do you – you, did you find it, you know, any particular stretches that you thought would be difficult for Green Bay? Did you think it was, um, you know, kind of an easier schedule, more difficult schedule? I mean, I found it pretty fair given that Green Bay the last three years has won 13 games. So, I mean, but what was your overall impression when you first saw Green Bay's schedule?
2: Well, there are things and stretches on schedule that I don't love. I think that Green Bay did get kind of – I think that they got kind of the raw end of the deal in a few different spots. Uh, For those that disagree, go on Twitter and search. I believe his name is Tom D. Wills, or uh, I believe that's his name. He does the strength of schedule every single year. He talks about the – rest advantage versus disadvantage green bay is the most disadvantaged team this year they're for one the first team to ever play in london i believe they're the first team to ever play in london and then not get a buy the following week so green bay gets to fly to london and then they have to come back and play the very next week there's no buy um that's not ideal i think that they have a couple of schedules that are kind of tough they play obviously a lot more on the road at the beginning of the year than at the end of the year which kind of yeah. That means at the end of the year, they have a lot more home games, which hypothetically in a team in a city like Lambo, where home field advantage does matter, especially there is the big weather impact. That is a good thing to have, but I still think that a team being on the road a lot can kind of wear on you and can eventually like those, those losses. on. Like if you lose on the road, people can be like, Oh, it's a road loss. You'll make it up at home. Well, I mean, eventually those start to add up still. So I think that for the most part, it is kind of balanced. There are, there are a few spots that I don't love, but I mean, we'll get into those more uh, as we've started talking here.
1: Yeah. Well, and a couple of things to note, I had heard this week that, um, and I don't know, I heard this on uh, Milwaukee radio, sports radio that I guess uh, the Packers were given the option on their bye week. They were given the option to have their bye week after the giants game in London. Um, which would have put it at week six. And I guess Green Bay didn't want it that early in the season. So the NFL told them, all right, fine, have it in week 14, which that's a whole different thing for me. I think there's no reason that the NFL can't have every team's bye weeks between like week six and week 11. Um, I think it's ridiculous that you have teams on bye weeks starting, what, week four or five, and they run through week 15 or 16. Um so that's a, a whole different thing. And uh, another interesting note that I heard was that um, I guess the Rams gauge were lobbying very uh, heavily with the NFL to have that Packers-Rams game be the London game because they didn't want to come to Green Bay to to play that. They wanted to to neutralize that home field advantage for Green Bay, which, I mean, I guess if you're the Rams, you know, it's, it's, it's worth a try. You know, you, you came to Lambeau last year and it didn't go very well, but – I guess ultimately in the end, they were the ones that went home with the thing that everybody wanted. So, uh, But just some interesting notes with the schedule there. But, Gage, let's get into this. Let's start with you, um, your first most important game that you're looking at for Green Bay this year.
2: All right, so game one, most important, is definitely week eight at Buffalo on Sunday Night Football. There's not a whole lot of – there probably isn't a whole lot of debate about it. Um, Buffalo is one of the top – I believe they are currently the uh, the favorite to win the Super Bowl uh, at most sports books. I'm not 100% sure at this uh at this exact moment of recording, but I know for the most part they have been the favorite most of the off season. Uh, following the draft they were still the favorite, so I know that there's a lot of uh, people looking in that direction. I'm actually gonna have the odds pulled up here. Yep, Buffalo currently the favorite plus six fifty uh, consensus, uh, followed by the Bucks, the Chiefs, the Packers, and the Rams to round out your top five. You have a road game in Buffalo. Yeah, you're playing the AFC East this year, which means you get to play against Miami, New England. The Jets and then Buffalo is the one team in that division that really scares me. I think that Miami can be really good this year. I think New England will be a strong program because they always are. The Jets, I think, are have some good young pieces, but they're still they like, got to develop them. Buffalo is a team with a lot of firepower on offense. They have a really strong defense. They've added to it the last both they've added to both sides of the ball the last couple of years. That and that game right there is in the middle of Green Bay's thickest stretch of the season. They traveled to London. So they so week one and two two divisional games and then they play at Tampa, then they play New England at home. Great. Then at then they fly to London for the Giants game. That's first to fly home for the Jets. That's at Washington, at Buffalo, at Detroit, and then uh, versus Dallas. So it's just it's a lot of games in a row, and there's a lot of tough games. even if you're like oh well Washington's not that good. Green Bay played close against Washington last year. Buffalo is the game that I feel like they can get caught looking ahead to looking ahead from Washington and looking to Buffalo. Like, okay, we got to prep for that game. And then they could slip up against Washington and then take a double loss by losing at Buffalo.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the other thing is, too, I'm looking at this, you know, that's the Sunday night game that week. So it's national television. Um, You know, all eyes are going to be on that game. That's a big game. Um, And, you know, it's an uncommon opponent as well. I mean, you know, the last time, you know, Green Bay played in Buffalo, I believe was the year they they lost the NFC title game to the Seahawks. Um, And the Packers... They didn't play well in Buffalo that year. That was one of their kind of clunker stinker games, if if I remember correctly. And I mean, what 2018 was the last time they played them. That was Josh Allen's rookie year. And I mean, granted, that was Aaron Rodgers was hurt that year, and it was McCarthy's last year. Um, And they beat the Bills in Green Bay. But as as I recall, that was the first game where Aaron Rodgers kind of was a little salty with Mike McCarthy. Thought they should have scored forty some points, and I think they put up like twenty four so uh, that
2: that game i actually have it pulled up here uh they played september 30th 2018 they won 22 to 0 uh and pre- previously that was uh the previous game was december 14th, 2014 uh green bay lost at buffalo 21 to 13 so yeah the, the and the two teams have only met 13 times all time and buffalo actually leads the series eight to five uh they've only played like you said they're a rare, very rare opponent here they don't play all that often and that's like Green Bay hasn't played well there recently, and they have the toughest matchup that they've had in Buffalo in 25 years.
1: Absolutely, yeah. So I mean, that's that's kind of a no brainer. I know everybody's probably got that game circled on their calendar. Even if you're not a Packer or a Bills fan, that's just going to be, you know, some people are saying that's a Super Bowl preview game right there, uh, halfway through the season. So definitely an important one. I will say the one. Uh, kind of plus side, if you will, to that game as far as tiebreakers go. Obviously, losing to AFC opponents if you're an NFC team uh, doesn't hurt you as much um, as far as tiebreakers go uh, down the road for seeding as it would if you lose to an, uh, an NFC team, being for the Packers. So, um, so my my first game that I think is really important for Green Bay uh, is probably an obvious one to many of you. It's going to be Week Three going down to Tampa, um, obviously you're going to have to play Tom Brady again. And for whatever reason, whether it's the Bucs, whether it's the the Jaguars, whether it's the Dolphins, um, Green Bay just – or whether it's playing it's the deep. Saints – Yeah, playing the Saints in Florida. Like going to Florida for whatever reason for Green Bay has – they've always struggled. I think the, the, the first time – I think it was 07 or 08 – The Packers went down to Tampa to play the Buccaneers. I think it was Aaron Rodgers' first year. The Buccaneers were like 0-6 or 0-7, and Green Bay lost that game. And I think that was one of the – I think that was the first time Aaron Rodgers threw a pick six because he only got three in his career. Um, And then you think uh, back to Devontae Adams' rookie year. I think it was 2014. They went down to Miami. They played Miami there. That was the – the fake spike at the end of the game—it took Green Bay the entirety of the game just to to beat out the the Dolphins, who were not great. Um, obviously, we have 2020 going down to Tampa to play the Buccaneers. They got smoked that that game down in Florida, and then last year to start the season, Green Bay going going down to Jacksonville to play. The Saints, that obviously didn't go very well. So whatever it is, whether it's the heat, whether it's just the state, something about going to Florida does not go well with the Packers. Um, And then obviously just, you know, Tampa, as far as an NFC contender, having Tom Brady, they're going to be, you know, one of the better teams in the conference this year. So it's going to be a good measuring stick early in the season for the Packers um and you know 325 kickoff it's going to be you know I assume it's going to be Fox's game of the week that week and so um Gage just looking at the Buccaneers week three um obviously I don't think it's going to be a make or break point for the Packers season but obviously you know starting off with two division games uh is going to be tough and then to have to you know to go to Tampa and play Brady and the Bucks. I mean that's that's not any that's not getting any easier there
2: yeah. And it's kind of a short week. I mean, they play on Sunday night football against the bears in week two. So it's obviously it's not as nice as if you had played at like one o'clock on that, like in that slate, it's not ideal to have to go to Tampa um, especially going there in September when the weather is still, you're going to have to deal with kind of the humidity it's going to be four 30 in the afternoon. It's not even like it's going to be at night where it might die down a little bit. No, it's going to be, sunny it's going to be hot it's going to be muggy and green bay is just going to have to slog it out i mean tampa is not i don't think they're as good as they have been the last couple of years just due to injuries and guys leaving pre-agency and even retirements in some situations but they're still going to be a good team i think that they're going to come out they're going to play good football and they're going to be a tough out for green bay whether it's a win or a loss it's not going to be an easy game for Green Bay to win and it'll be important for them to try. They got to try and get as many early wins as possible to try and deal with that meaty stretch of the schedule in the, the middle of the year.
1: Yeah. Well, I just, I looked it up real quick. Um, the weather last year uh, in Tampa on September 25th was 88 degrees with what looks like a hundred or hundred um, percent humidity, maybe. So um, now, granted, that's a year ago, so obviously, you know, it might be a little bit different. But just give you an idea of what it was like there last year on September 25th it was going to be. It's it was pretty hot, so I would imagine it's going to be the same um, come this year. So, uh, Gage, for you, your second most important game of the season for the Packers.
2: Well, it is another one of those middle of the year games. It is Week 10 versus Dallas. This is another one of those middle of the season games. It's probably going to be the Fox Primetime game of the week because. Dallas is there. Green Bay's there. It's a four thirty. It's going to be a four thirty Eastern kickoff. You're you've just finished up if you're Green Bay a three game straight on the road, uh, include and four out of five uh, if you count the London game, even though that's a home game, quote unquote. Um, I still think it's ridiculous that Green Bay has to give up the home game the year that there's an extra game. I don't care what anybody else says. Oh, well, everybody has to give up a home game eventually because they go to London. No, Green Bay doesn't give up home games and no one gives up home games against Green Bay because they don't because they know Green Bay fans travel. Well, I think Green Bay got screwed on it and I won't hear otherwise. I've already argued this out three different times on Twitter in the last six in the last four months. Anyway. Green Bay versus Dallas. Uh, it's the that's obviously the Mike McCarthy return game. This will be his first game back in Green Bay since he departed uh, prior to the arrival of Matt Lafleur. Um, Green Bay is in the middle of a tough stretch of games there in the middle of the season. They, I think that Dallas has underwhelmed a little bit, but they still have plenty of flashy playmakers. Like they have C.B. Land, they have Michael Gallup, who I love. I think Ezekiel Elliott, when he's right, can still do some things. Trayvon Diggs on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, Micah Parsons, defense, obviously defensive rookie of the year last year. I think they are a team with a lot of talented players on both sides of the ball, and that's a. I think that's a key game that Green Bay needs to win because that could be for seeding. Dallas gets to beat up on the NFC East, and Green Bay needs to beat up on their division and then also needs to try and beat those interconference op- opponents. And Dallas is one of them. You get to play the Giants and Washington and Philly –
3: are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new health care regimen, including EE system.
1: Yeah, well, and I mean, obviously, there's a lot of history between Green Bay and the Cowboys. Um, so that's a game that regardless of whether Mike McCarthy was coming back, that was going to be an important game um, any which way you slice it. But, um, yeah, Mike McCarthy coming back, obviously uh, coming off a three-game road trip um, and, what, four out of five with the London game there. Like you said, even though it's a, it's technically a home game for Green Bay, they're going to be traveling four out of five weeks uh, coming into that game. And, I mean, by that point in the season, you know, you're going to have a good – Kind of understanding of where you're at as a team, where Dallas is at as a team, and where the rest of the league is at. And I mean, you could be talking uh, potentially, you know, a really important game for playoff seating uh, down the road. And um, you know, obviously, the biggest thing is you got to win your home games. And you know, so Dallas was a playoff team last year. Um, you know, whether or not you thought they were a good one or not, that's a different question. But I mean. The one thing I I can say about Dallas, provided that they're relatively healthy, if Green Bay doesn't come out and play their game, um, you know, for 60 minutes, like Dallas is a team that will beat you if you don't come out and take them seriously. So um, obviously an important game for so many different reasons, but um, obviously nobody – no Packer fan likes losing to the Cowboys. I think it's it's the Bears, the Vikings, and the Cowboys nobody likes to lose to. Um, So – uh, there's that for you. But um, my second most important game, Gage, um, I went with the Giants game in London uh, for a couple reasons. Uh, you know, the biggest one being that Green Bay has never played in London. I don't think that's going to be like a. I don't think it's going to do anything to Green Bay as far as, you know, fatigue or, you know, being in a weird spot. I don't think it's going to do anything to Green Bay, but. You know never having done it before it's it's new for the team um you know it just puts you a little bit out of your element of what you're used to uh being in a different country and you know the giants i don't think people are projecting them to be overly great this year they haven't been great the last um the last what four or five years so they're kind of a down team but you know that makes it that much easier to kind of look past them Um, you know, and, and the moment that you're in being in a different country. um, And so just, you know, and for green Bay, just as a, just as a side thing of just, you know, going to a different country representing green Bay they're you know, they're a well-known national brand, it feels like. And so take that overseas, show, show the rest of the, the world why, you know, you're such a popular sports franchise, but um you know, it's just – but it's also just one of those games when when we look at the schedule objectively, like if that game against the Giants was at Lambeau, like I don't think you would have anybody saying, oh, Green Bay is going to lose that game because just the way the Giants are right now – now, the Giants, they could surprise this year and they could be a lot better. But based on what we know of the Giants, they're, they're not a great team right now. So um, you just don't want to turn into a trap game with, you know, the travel and – You know, maybe looking past them and looking towards the Jets and that and then following the Jets is that long um, that, you know, that three straight weeks being on the road. So um, I think it's just it's an important game for Green Bay to keep their mindset in the right space and win the games that you're supposed to win, even when you're at, you know, a slight disadvantage, you know, giving away a home game to to travel across an entire ocean to go
0: play a game.
2: Yeah, I, and when you and I kind of talked about it before we got started, kind of understood why the Giants game was a, not a must win, but it kind of is with the rest of the schedule that's after that. Also the Giants, yeah, the Giants haven't been great for a few years. However, they are 2-0 in their time in international games. Granted, they haven't played there since 2016, but they're still 2-0 overseas. Um, I think that the Giants are going to, again this year, not be a very good team. They are still starting Daniel Jones, and Daniel Jones remains bad. I don't understand why people keep trying to tell me that he's not. They keep trying to make him be the starting quarterback of the team. I feel bad for Brian Dable that he has to deal with him for this season because Daniel Jones isn't good. He's not going to be good. That's not going to change. Green Bay should win that game. I think that the talent that Green Bay has, they should have no problem winning that game. It shouldn't be an issue, but things get weird. Like you said, they're flying across the ocean. It's going to be a weird time that that things could get a little squirrely and Green Bay could end up either in a close game or they could end up losing altogether. So like I said earlier, you need to bank wins early in the year when you can, and the Giants game is a very winnable game. So, if you are able to bank that win early in the year, that's going to just help carry you for later in the year.
1: Absolutely. Well, and like like we said, win the games you're supposed to win, um, and you know it can be a little tricky when you're when you're going to you know playing internationally like that. So, uh, just just an important game for Green Bay to you know stay on schedule with with the win total, um, and then Gage going into the the one game that we both agreed upon. Uh, being, you know, probably the most one of maybe the most important game for Green Bay this year. Um, really, no surprise here. Week fifteen, Monday Night Football against the Rams in Green Bay. Um, you know, you're playing the defending Super Bowl champions. Uh, you know, we played them last year at Lambeau late in the season, and you know, they handled business pretty well against against the Rams. And you know. They end up going on winning the Super Bowl. So, obviously, anytime you're playing the Super Bowl champions, when you have Super Bowl aspirations yourself, um, that makes it that much uh, of a bigger of a game. But, I mean, now you're talking Monday night football. And, I mean, when you look at this gauge, I mean, pretty pretty easy for Green Bay to circle that game and say, hey, you know, this is kind of, you know, a really good test for us late in the season.
2: Yeah, that's a game where – Hey, circle, put that on your calendars. Make sure everybody's paying attention. We got to be up for that game. And also Green Bay has a huge advantage and a huge chance at winning that game. They obviously they're on a buy there. They have so they'll have two weeks to prepare, which is huge because they're coming off of back to back road games again, because Green Bay just gets like they get five, five out of seven weeks. They're on the road. It's just five out of seven weeks. They're on the road they including a Thursday primetime game like against Tennessee that's that's a home game but it's just it's a it's a brutal middle of the year schedule but you can come out of it and then you can finish the year strong with a home game versus the Rams 2 weeks off the Monday to prepare all that time to prepare there's no, I don't want to say there's no reason because obviously the Rams are a good team but you there's no reason to come out and look flat you can come out and look really hot like you said they handled business pretty well last year Again in in December. This Rams team, I think, is going to be worse this year than they were last year. And while Green Bay doesn't have Devontae Adams, I, I don't care because I think the rest of the system, especially on offense, is going to be able to take care and make up for that. And I think that the defense is going to be even better than it was last year. I mean, for one, Jair Alexander should be healthy and active for that game. That alone will be a huge boost to this team for that game.
1: Yeah, well, and I mean, by week 15, too, I mean, you mentioned not having Devontae Adams. Well, the reality is, you know, week 15, obviously, you're not replacing Devontae Adams this year with any of your wide receivers. But one would hope that by week 15, you've got that figured out, because if you're 15 weeks into the season and you really haven't figured out what you're going to do in the absence of Devontae Adams, um, you might have a bigger problem on your hands than, you know, playing playing a good Rams team. Uh, you're going to want to have that figured out by week 15. So by that point in time, unless there's some major injuries, that really shouldn't be much of an issue. But, I mean, it really doesn't need to be said any more clearly than you're playing, you, you as Green Bay, you have Super Bowl aspirations for this year, uh, as you've had for the last, you know, however many years. And you're playing the defending Super Bowl champions on Monday Night Football at Lambeau Field, nothing more important than that. And then, obviously, Gage, as we talk about these games, you know, these are all asterisks with the, you know, all things being equal and everybody being healthy because, obviously, if Aaron Rodgers is hurt and not playing, you know, that changes the equation for for some of these games. But, um, yeah, so those would be the uh, five games that, Gage, you and I talked about for being – uh, most important for Green Bay. And, you know, just to talk about a few other things here real quick. I mean, Gage, obviously there's there's six games against division opponents that you and I kind of talked about. We didn't put those in, in our list just because obviously division games, you and I talked about, they're always important. Um, the only game that I really kind of considered putting into my list was um, week one at the Vikings, and it was mostly just because – Starting off the season with a division opponent on the road, it would be great to get off, you know, on the right foot and win that game. But, you know, you, you can always look at division games, Gage, and they're always important. They're never not important.
2: Yeah. I mean, my honorable mention divisional game was week 17 versus Minnesota. And I more or less just said that if Green Bay was in a fight for the division, that is the game where I don't think Chicago's contending for it this year. I don't think Detroit is. I think that Minnesota is the only team that has any bit of a chance. And so I said week 17 versus Minnesota, 430 game. It's at home. It's January. It's on New Year's Day. That's your game where if the division is still up for grabs that day, I think that's where you can seal it if you're Green Bay. And like you, like you said, we didn't really want to go with any divisional games because divisional games are always important. So, But if I was going to choose one to be there, it's that one because assuming everybody's healthy and whatever – and you're still and everything goes how I roughly expect it to. That is the one game where I'm like, all right, we should be playing a team that we should beat. But also this should this could be for the division. So we need to make sure that this is a game that we're up for.
1: Absolutely. Well, and uh, so, Gage, that'll wrap it up for us today here um, real quickly. If people want to follow your work, get in touch with you. How can they do that?
2: as always, you can find me on Twitter at G NFL, still doing uh content a little bit for uh Roto baller and dynasty nerds during the fo- fantasy football off season, uh, doing some work for Denver stiffs and also the believe in nuggets podcast uh, over on the believe podcast network, uh, putting out only one episode per week right now with the off season going on, but uh, we'll have some draft content, and some other stuff over there. Um, and the links to that can is also found on my Twitter. All right, awesome! And you can find me on Twitter at producer
1: Nick LB, um, and let us know uh, whether it's uh, either at Gage or myself, or just commenting right to uh, Pack a Day Podcast on Twitter. First of all, make sure you're following Pack a Day Podcast on Twitter. But uh, let us know what you guys think are some of the more, most important games for Green Bay this year. Um, but uh, yeah, as as always, um, Gage, it's great chatting with you. Uh, Mike should be back with us next week. I know he was busy with a triple header of uh, broadcast games today, so uh, unable to join us. This this week, but he should be back with us next week. Uh, so, with that being said, thank you everybody so much for listening. Make sure you're commenting, liking, and subscribing uh, to the Pack a Day podcast, wherever you may be listening to us. Um, so, thank you so much again for listening, everyone. And as always, go pack them.